Tandem Nomads, episode 252. I think the most important thing, uh, if you have your own business, is that you keep continue uh, working on your business. Also in the moments when you don't feel good about it or you want to quit or you need a break, take your break and uh, pack yourself together and continue again with your business. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Teregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. So when people ask me what are the most interesting business ideas you've seen that are portable, I cannot every time miss mentioning the story that I am going to share with you today. And I'm so excited to share with you the inspiring story of Jazel. So Jazel, are you ready for this ride? Yes, I'm ready. Nomad Nation, a few words about Jazel. Jazel is born in the Netherlands and she's married with a Belgian diplomat. Currently, while we're recording this episode, she's living in Peru. Her biggest passions are horses and she can't imagine a life without them so much that she actually moved with her horse from the Netherlands to Peru. So while training horses in Peru and teaching horse riding to Peruvians, she also started her portable business, Plantastic Dressage, where she designs personalized training plans for dressage riders around the globe. So Jaisal has managed to make a horseback riding, a dressage business, a business that's portable. So I'm really excited to share with you how she does that, her story. And Jaisal, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you here. Yes, thank you for inviting me. I also want to say that you're one of like my star students and you've been part of my online courses and I absolutely loved your determination. I've seen you grow one step at a time and the way you have been so determined. There were some hard times and I remember you would share, this is too hard and then you pick yourself up just like you said. So I also can't wait to hear about how you made your business portable, but also how you have managed to go through the ups and downs of this journey. So this is going to be really interesting. So can you tell us a little bit before we go into the business aspect, a little bit about your story? How did you end up where you are today? And what did you do before you started doing this global lifestyle? Well, I think it's important to go back to the moment I started horseback riding. And that's when I was only four years old. And when I was seven years old, I was very lucky because my parents gave me and my sisters our own pony. So I was able to learn, experience and play every day with that pony. I preferred jumping, so jumping is another discipline of horseback riding. But I also found out that in order to do that in an easy and good controlled way, you need to have a basic foundation of dressage, actually. So that's where I also started learning more about dressage. And after I did two studies, one study was, let's say in English, it is a horse table management. I also wanted to have a plan B for just in case I cannot make it in the horse world or something will happen and I cannot ride anymore. I need to have a plan B to have a job for the rest of my life. So I studied logistic economics. So that's really something different. And in the end, I decided to continue to start working in the logistics uh, sector and keep my horses as a hobby in the evening and in the weekends. 
I started as a logistic assistant in the retail. Then I grew to um, team leader logistics. I changed job to process manager logistics until the moment we moved to Peru. So that's a long story short. That changed everything because we had to leave to Peru. I would be without a job. Mm. And in everything that I do, I want to be prepared and I want to do it good and to be happy, of course. So I was lucky that the Ministry of Foreign Affairs organized some webinars to be prepared when you have to move. And one of the sessions was about working on a post for spouses. Mm -hmm. And of course, I was interested in it and I didn't know what to expect. I just went to to listen. That is where I met you, Amel. uh, And you were talking about having your own business, your portable business. In the beginning, I I didn't know exactly what is portable. And I also never thought about having an own business. So, yeah, the story really inspired me. But in that moment, I didn't do anything with it. I just thought, let's go to Peru and find a house and make it a home and see what happened. And I think after a year in Peru, I was ready to to do something. (laughs) And uh, that's when I started with the BIA. And that was such an interesting adventure, actually, because (laughs) I, I just followed all the modules and I did the exercises and I was like, okay, I, I don't know yet how this will bring me my, my business ID, but I just did it. And yeah, I learned a lot about myself. And in the end, I also came with the business ID I, I have right now and the portable business I have right now. So oh yeah, that's a small introduction. I've got chills. Just for you nomination who are listening who might not know what the BIA is, it's an online course that I have in the Tandem Nomads Academy that's called the Business Idea Accelerator. And it's designed to help you find the right business idea. And you came up with this amazing business idea. It's just, have you ever thought, okay, how am I actually going to make this portable? Because yes. horseback riding, oh, one thing we might want to explain as well, I realize, dressage. Maybe before we go into details of business, you want to explain what dressage is. in the industry of horseback riding um so in horseback riding we have different disciplines you have jumping you have dressage you have cross country endurance so many different styles but dressage is actually you are training your horse to let your horse do things on minimal cues so that the the people who are watching you don't see what you are doing but the horse is really listening to the aids of the rider and the most important thing it's all It's all about the horse. So we teach the horse to use their body in a good way because from the natural balance of the horse, they have more weight on their front legs. But with dressage, we want to change the weight of the horse to the hind leg so they can carry herself and they can carry the rider. And in this way, we can enjoy our horses for for a longer period. So the dressage is a competition Uh, Is it like a business where there is competition? Have you ever done competitions as well? Yeah, you have different levels. So you start on the the really basic, the easy things. And that's what I like about dressage, that you start with just having control about your horse to ask for a trot, to ask for a canter and to ask for a circle, for example. Mm. And if you know how to do that, you go on a competition and from there on you can grow to the next level and learn new things and grow together with your horse to another le- a higher level. So so many steps to take and that's what I like about dressage that you keep continue growing with your horse. 
This is amazing. I love it. And I need to highlight this, Nomad Nation. Not only Jazel is a global nomad, an expat partner, she's been living this global lifestyle now for a couple of years, but on top of it, she has her expat horse that she moves with every time. And adding to that, she managed to build a business that's portable that is based on horseback riding. I'll just summarize it that way, although it's not the case. It's dressage, as Giselle explains, is a very typical type of horseback riding. So every single time I mentioned that, people are like, how is that even possible? And so let's answer that question, Giselle. First of all, what do you provide to your clients? What kind of services do you provide? Yeah, so I provide personalized training plans for dressage riders. Mm -hmm. There are many riders who go, let's say, every day they will ride their horses, but they don't actually know what to do when they are on top of, of their horse. So they don't have a plan. They don't know how many minutes of trot or canter or which exercises will I practice. And that, that, that means that they will not improve as much as they would be able to improve if they train with a plan. So I provide the plan for them so they know exactly what to do when they will ride their horses. That's fantastic. So how did you come up with this and turn this thing that people do face-to-face -face in, in a field, the arena, right? The, the space where usually this is something that people do in, in person. How did you get to turn this into something virtual and portable? Yeah, indeed. Uh, the Normally when you train your horse in the arena and and uh, you, have a, you have a trainer uh, next to you who is looking at your horse, looking at the rider and, and telling you every second what to do and, and explaining you, look, you are now doing this and you feel this, but let's see what happens if you change uh, your hand a bit to the left and, and, and feel now how is your horse moving so they can really help on the, the, yeah, in real time, actually. But yeah, to make it portable, I cannot be there on the same time, mm -hmm. but I found out that riders, not everyone is able to pay uh, on a daily basis a, a coach with you in the arena. Mm -hmm. But how do you make sure that you will have a good, effective training without a trainer on your side? So that's where I came up with this idea to help them prepare their rides before they go on top of their, their horse. So they read the plan and also while uh, training, they can take a break and, and look again how to continue in their training. And in this way, they make sure they have a, also a good training without a trainer uh, on their side. This is amazing. So at the end, you have flipped the script. I would, I'm pretty sure that you might have heard some people say, but that's not possible. But actually, you, you are making it a competitive advantage yeah. compared to those who do it live, as you mentioned, because... There are people who just can't afford to, to have a trainer by their sides and you're making it affordable by making it portable. Yes, indeed. Uh, not everyone can, can pay for it. But on the other hand, not every country uh, has a trainer. Yeah, it's important that you have a click, a connection with your trainer. And sometimes you cannot find it. Uh, so in this way, I can also help riders in the more difficult countries uh, with a good uh, training, actually. This is so good. So... How do you feel now that you have this business that allows you to continue your business that you've started wherever you are? That gives a really good uh, feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I believe that that you are actually in a big transition in your life as well. And I guess the business being portable might help 
Do you want to talk more about that? Indeed, I'm uh, expecting, we are expecting our first uh, uh, child in only three weeks. So wow. that will also change my life. But yeah, I think I can, I can manage to do it both because yeah, I work from on my own and I can plan my, my own time. So yeah, that's, that's great. That's another great benefit of a portable business for sure. Yeah. yeah. How are you finding your clients? You very quickly, and that's another thing that was really impressed. You, whenever we work together, you, whenever you got a tip or learned something, you would take it and run with it. And I do think that you've learned a lot and I would love to hear from your experience. You know, what has helped you find your clients so quickly? You were very quick at finding your first clients. <laughs> well, thank you. Actually, with the help of the PBA. Yeah, without the PBA, I would not have been able to do it. So just so that people know, it's a portable PBA stands for Portable Business Accelerator. And that's the second level after the BIA that Jazel took when she graduated from the BIA, found her business idea. She joined my second level course that is called the Portable Business Accelerator. And this program is the A to Z program that shows you step-by-step -step how to build the foundations of a successful portable business build a successful marketing strategy and learn how to sell and also how to create content and build consistency in your business. So just to summarize it, Giselle, thank you for that. So I'd love to yeah. hear more now. <laughs> so during the BIA, so the first course, we had to do a market research. Mm -hmm. And one part of it is to spend a lot of time on the internet, on Google, on Facebook, and finding all kinds of things related to your business ID. And I liked it. <laughs> it was hard, but that was the, the nice part of the market research. Another part was to do interviews. So that, what, that means one-on-one -on -one interviews to get to know your ideal client. And that was something during the BIA, I was not ready for it. So I didn't do it. Mm. <laughs> but, wow, uh, I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was not able to do it. And I thought, well, let's see how far it, I can come without doing it. Mm -hmm. But during the PBA, I think we had to do, do uh, the market research uh, again. Mm -hmm. And there you gave really practical uh, examples for questions for the interview to pitch your product and to also find out how your ideal client reacts on the price you have in mind and if they are interested in it. Mm. So the first interview, I was shaking. <laughs> I was really scared. <laughs> But I just, I had the questions written down and I, I just said every word of the question. And the person I interviewed, she said, oh, that's a good price. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I expected a, a higher price. And yes, I'm interested. <laughs> so that went really quickly, actually. Yeah. That's wow. how I found my, my first client. This is so good. And actually, you're not the first one to tell me that. I do believe a market research is just not a theory. It's actually something that helps you while you get knowledge of the market to find your ideal client literally, and then eventually yeah. sell to them. And that's what we teach in the Portable Business Accelerator is how to turn that market research into testing the business by selling instead of just researching. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. This is so good. And so what are the other strategies that helped you in your business to grow? Because how, how long have you been doing this now? Uh, I started, I think it's not now two years ago. Two years. Wow. Yeah, two years. Yeah. So in two years, you found your business idea and you launch your business. Yes. This is amazing. Yeah. Wow. 
I hope that you realize this big achievement, JZL. I'm sorry, I'm just doing that because I don't even know if you realize how big of a deal is this. Hmm. No, I don't think I know. <laughs> <laughs> Two years, that's so fast between going from not having any business, any business idea to being so consistent because I'm watching you and you're so consistent with your content, the way you are delivering your clients. You've built your website from scratch. You've found your clients. So it's been pretty amazing. What are the other things that you've learned that were very helpful to you? I think the most important thing you, you also said it is to be consistent. That's what I what what you are always saying in your podcast and also in the courses so that was really clear for me <laughs> but I didn't know how to do it exactly so for example in the beginning I was I was posting on social media on a daily basis mm -hmm. because I thought I need to be consistent I need to yeah I, I want to do it on a daily basis so every morning I was thinking about what to post which picture to post uh, which hashtags to use and every morning I was busy with with that until I came further in the in the PBA and you learned about content management and a content plan mm -hmm. and that really really helped me because I didn't have a plan and actually that's funny because my business is about a training plan and you need to have a plan when you ride your horse but I was doing my content without a plan <laughs> But yeah, that really helped me to, to batch uh, writing the content. Uh, you have some uh, formats in uh, folders on, uh, on your computer. Templates, yeah. Lots yeah, of templates. just to see uh, like how you do it and, and to try uh, using your tools. That really, really helped me to work quicker, actually. Yeah, and to have more fun with it. I'm so impressed, really. And you said something one day to me because content content can seem very overwhelming, like building consistent content. And for you, Nomad Nation, it's really important to build consistent content so that people get to know you and then like you and then trust. But one of the things I am aware of, and I've been there, is how overwhelming this can feel to have to always create content. And Jason, you've been sending me a message once after you finished the module two that was all about content. And you said something to me. Do you remember what it was? That was very surprising. Yes. Yes, it was really on the on the last lesson. And then I, I, I wrote you, actually, it's not that difficult. <laughs> because, yeah, I was thinking, oh, I need to have a content plan. And I didn't know how that would look like. And I was thinking it would be something really difficult and big and hard to make. I, I don't know why, but that was my, my, my feeling. But by following the steps and to end up in the last step, It was like, oh, so this is it. Oh, it's actually not that difficult. <laughs> yeah. That's so reassuring. I'm so happy to hear this, JSL, because I keep saying it, but it's easy if I say it. Obviously, I've been doing this for many years, but hearing you saying it made me happy, to be honest with you, because I'm like, if it comes from your mouth, it's more credible <laughs> because you started from scratch <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. So there's a lot of things that happen along this journey with the ups and downs. Could you tell me what were for you? It seems like, you know, it was an easy ride, literally. <laughs> But I know that you had some ups and downs. Do you want to share some of the challenges you've been going through through this time where you've started your business yeah. and started growing it? Uh, it definitely wasn't easy. No, I think the most important thing was that I needed to come out of my comfort zone. And what helped me with that was knowing how your comfort zone works. So really seeing the picture that you only grow if you step out of your comfort zone. And yes, that step is hard and you don't like it. And it doesn't 
feel good. But if you don't do it, you will always be the same and never grow. It helped me realize that I needed to to make the steps and to make baby steps, actually. For example, for me, it was really hard to sell my my services. For example, uh, horseback riding, teaching horseback riding in Peru or training horses and also get paid for it because I train the horse, I teach them something and it, it will help the owner afterwards to to have an easier ride. So yes, to really sell myself also. And I remember the steps I, I took and how happy I was when I just did it. And I got a new client and another client like in one week, just because I came out of my comfort zone. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> Oh my God, Jazelle, I, I hope, you know, Nation, that if you are in that moment in your life or you feel stuck in and you feel like you don't dare to push yourself out of that comfort zone, please listen to this part many times. The way you said it, Jazelle, was so beautifully sad. And I love how you also talked about that fear of asking to be paid. Like that's the one thing when we get started that's the most difficult is to except to charge people say, who would we actually want to pay me for this? So what are the things that helped you like push through. It's good that you knew that if you did not push through, you wouldn't be able to to grow. And you are the living proof how once you do the things that are not comfortable, you get results. You get your two clients in one week just because you did it. What other things did you implement to not give up? I have two things that that really helped me. One thing is to prepare mm -hmm. it. So like I, I already mentioned, like for the interviews, to have your questions ready, to know what you are going to ask or to know what you are going to say. So you are feeling a little bit more confident about the steps you have to take. Another really big important thing is that you need, you need help. Well, I needed help. <laughs> I asked my husband to help me with, with this and with many other things regarding my business. We always talk about it and he, he things with me about steps to take. Uh, but he was also really pushing me. He said, you have to do it this week or you have to do it today. And, <laughs> and it was like, okay. So on that day, I was there with a potential client and, and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. But I heard my husband, yeah, you have to do it. And so, yeah, I did it also to make him proud. And that was really, really helping me. So to, to have someone who... Push right. You. Big shout out to your husband. He's been amazing. Um, and yeah. I always consider him my invisible partner because you mentioned many times to me how he was helping you through the through the journey. And this is amazing that you had him by your side. For some other people, it might be somebody else, like a friend or an accountability partner or a coach. But you're here the living proof that being accountable to somebody helps you not give up as well. And that's important. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. yeah. And actually, that's why the Portable Business Accelerator comes also with the, with the community in, in certain cases that also helps when you don't have those people around you who can help. So that's, mm -hmm. that's another great thing. I want to know, how did it feel for you once you started having that money in your account? Can you describe that feeling? Yeah, it's, it's like, oh my God, it is working. <laughs> yes, they are paying me for, for my, my new product because... It is really new. It, it doesn't really exist in, in horse world. I have seen some companies, some big companies also. So it, it exists, but I didn't, know, I didn't know before. And there are many people who don't know that, that it exists. That is also something I have to work on. Because now when I promote having a training plan, the riders doesn't know 
yet how it can help them in their training. So that is really um, where I'm writing about in my content also to make sure they know how I can help them. This is so good. That, that it can be a solution for them. Yeah. Actually, can you tell us more about like, what is your strategy? What kind of content are you sharing to get people to understand the value it can provide? If you are writing your content on a daily basis, like I did in the beginning, it is just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and not really a story or not. it's not going to something. Mm. And um, with the content plan, I made a content map, actually. So I, I had my training plan in the, in the center, and I started uh, with drawing lines to pain point one, pain point two, uh, uh, problem, solution, desired results, all the, the kind of things I've learned thanks to your course, Amel. <laughs> so happy to hear that. Yeah, to to think about, okay, what can I tell? What can I write? Um, and how about when you sell? What did you learn about the process of actually selling? Because once you create content, you attract your audience, you grow your audience. But we also talked a lot about how to get visibility, not just through content, but networking, building your relationships, etc. Yeah. So this is really important. And I think you've done a, a great job. So before even selling, is there anything you want to share about that? Like how you managed to nurture your client base, um, get more visibility, anything you want to share about your experience and what has worked for you there? Yeah, indeed. Networking is really important and just keep on talking with, with potential clients and not to sell, just mm -hmm. to help them. And I, I love to, to give some tips. And also if they are not becoming a, a client, it doesn't matter. I, I want to help everything with everyone with their horse. But sometimes you see, indeed, uh, after a, a quick quick conversation, they have a look on, on my website or on my social media and they say, oh, wow, you have a training plan. Well, I'm interested in it. Although I didn't mention anything about it in our conversation, just by going or they, they started investigating me I think and they found out what I actually do and so yeah one plus one is two <laughs> so yeah. good this is so good so you can see how when you serve your audience and create relationships selling is natural it comes in yeah. a natural way and but I must say I said like the the, the, the content plan is not that mm -hmm. difficult but it still takes a lot of yeah. time to make it and also to like do the networking with your potential clients, you have to make time for it and, it, and to be patient also. Mm, it's a really important message here, right? How do you build that patience to get those results? Mm, sometimes I don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> and then I want to quit. <laughs> I really appreciate your honesty here. So why didn't you quit? Yeah, I think because I have spent so many hours in this project <laughs> i like what i do i'm curious where it will brings me in the end uh, yeah i'm so happy for you this is amazing and again it's been just two years between have you ever had before any entrepreneurial experience or anything like that no no i've never thought about it so <laughs> in two years you went from like not even thinking of you as an entrepreneur to today having a system in place consistency clients and clarity and clear services and also happy clients yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I hope you pop the bottle of champagne. We talked about that once. <laughs> but um, actually, speaking of celebration, do you feel like you celebrate your wins? Because that's one thing that I notice um, even with myself. We always move to the next step and then we forget to pause. 
and actually appreciate our growth. Yeah, I remember doing the BIA. You and Sunday were also always uh, mentioning that we have to celebrate it. So that's actually where I learned to do it. And also in that moment, I did it. But to be honest, the last couple of months, it's no, I think... I'm not celebrating as before. No. It's <laughs> no. probably because you have in mind a baby that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, or or you, do, you just don't take the time for it and you think, well, it's normal if I have a new client, I don't have to celebrate it because I need new clients. Right. Like, yeah, to don't, um, yeah, take the time to celebrate it. Oh, Jaisal, that's a big one, right? Because now you're used to getting clients. So when you have a new one, you're waiting for the next one because you want to keep growing your business, right? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the living proof, right? Of, of the process that every entrepreneur growing goes through. And I just think that it's important to remind ourselves that never taking for granted those little wins, baby steps, those are the ones that take us to the next level. That's really important. I always have like a bit of a routine, for example, in my case, um, that's a tip that I share, um, a bit creating something, a routine with your wins. Like for me, when I have a new client or, or something like that, I actually share it with my husband. That's how I celebrate it. It doesn't have to be a big deal, right? But just saying, Hey, today I'm grateful because of that and share it with my husband because he, he's been part of this journey, just like you, Jazel. And I know he can be happy because he knows uh -huh. what's behind it. I really believe it's important. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. You've shared so much great mm -hmm. things yeah. here, Jazel. I, I want to know a little bit about, um, you know, what's, what's the next step for you now? My first next step is having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a couple of weeks from now. So thank you for taking the time. Well, I know you have so much things in your head right now beyond just the business. Yeah. Yeah. I must uh, be honest, it, it is a bit difficult now to focus on the business and because my head is really thinking about the yeah, baby. it's normal. Yeah, it's now time to, to take my, uh, my break. And uh, I don't know yet when I will continue. I will, I will continue with my clients uh, because I can work a little bit in advanced. But I, I don't know after, after giving birth when I will be fall back on, on work, but time will learn. That's also a good part of your own business. You, you can do what you want, exactly. how you feel comfortable. Exactly. I love it. And the good thing, what I see, Giselle, tell me if uh, you feel this way, if not also, but I've seen, I've had a lot of clients who have kids and babies while developing their business. And what I've seen as a trend is like the big difference when the foundations are there, when we work on building the foundations before having the baby, then once we have the baby, it's much easier to get back on the horse, literally, <laughs> um, <laughs> than, than when you have nothing, when you're starting from scratch, although it's still possible. It's just, you'll have so much less to do once the baby's here because you've already do done the heavy lifting. Before. Yeah. I think I can agree with it because building the foundations, it was really hard because you have to make choices and to get to know your, your client and you're really sometimes in between, in between different ideas and you don't know with what to pick. And maybe indeed, if you have a little, little baby next to you, you, it is easier to quit, no? Uh, it depends. I don't think that it's like not possible, but I've seen both cases. It's just obviously a bit yeah. easier when the foundations are there before. Um, I've worked with clients who had babies already as well, and it's possible. 
You mentioned how much dedication you put into building your foundations. So what is the message you want to share with those who want to start and have their own portable business, but are worried about all that work, or maybe don't feel like they want to do all that work? What do you want to share with them to help them find that motivation to, to do it? Well, first of all, it is important to know that the struggles they are going through or the insecurities they feel They are normal. I think everyone in the same project will feel the same. And it is a part of the of the process also. But to keep on pushing yourself, I think, and to make also a plan, like, let's say, that's how I did it. Like every Tuesday, I watched the new videos of the of the PBA, for example. And um, if I have homework, like, like the workbooks, or you need to work on your content, Also to plan it in your agenda, really write it mm -hmm. down. Because I, I know if I don't write something down, I will not do it. Right. And I will keep on postponing it because I think, oh, I can do it tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow because tomorrow there's also nothing in my agenda. <laughs> But I, I really have to write it down. And that, that, that really helps me. But I think that's for everyone, it's, it's different what can help. Right. But what also is really was really helpful for me is the, to have a, a mastermind group or a group of people who are in the same process. So you can talk about your feelings and also hear again that it is not something strange and, and to hear how they are going through it and, and get some tips from them. Yeah. It already helps a lot if you can talk This about it. This is great. Yeah. So in the Portable Business Accelerator, there's a Facebook group. And sometimes I invite people to come and do parties together and get to know each other. Accountability is everything for sure. And I think it's your determination as well, Jaisel, if I may share personally, because I got to know you, although we never worked one-on-one -on -one together, we only worked through the online course. I feel like I got to know you so much and could see your determination. And you always asked really good questions. You were never afraid of asking questions. And that's uh, something that I really appreciated. And how about your clients? Like, can you tell me a little bit about the results that your clients received from your work? For example, I had a client, she wanted to get a promotion point in a, in a certain kind of level of dressage. Mm -hmm. But she also already had a date in mind for the, for the competition. So we only had one month to prepare, which is kind of short. But yeah, of course, I wanted her to, to get that point because that would also means a lot for me and to see that the training plan really helps you to, to improve in only one month. Mm. So yes, after the month, she went on the competition and she got that promotion point. So yeah, that was really, really great. This is and huge. that moment are, yeah, they are really important for you because that gives you a boost that it is working your product because in the beginning you also need to test mm. your product you, you don't know if it is working but yeah that felt really really good this yeah. is amazing and on, on and another interesting story is a, a client with a horse the horse is older so the horse is 22 and the horse was injured yeah so so she couldn't ride for a long period and when the horse was recovered the owner was a little bit afraid to start again because she was afraid she will crash her horse again. So I made a plan to build the, uh, the condition of the horse again, to, to start slowly and every week we do a little bit more. So this was a horse who 
was not not being ridden for three years and in two months she was riding like half an hour she was riding on the horse and i was she was sending me videos and every every time every video i was like wow after three years she's riding she's cantering she's she's making circles she's on her horse so yeah maybe i was i was happier than the client i don't know but it was great oh my god this is huge it's amazing the transformation you're providing to your clients so this is a big deal that you can actually say that in a month or two you can get those kind of results for these people yeah and it is also it's really nice to to keep a good attention on what the clients are saying about your Mm. products so, for example, after the first week to ask for feedback and, and she, she already said, oh, yeah, it's working or I just follow your plan. So, so I also know they are trusting me and, and it is important that they follow my plan because if they start to do something else and it doesn't work, then it's not about my plan, but about that they didn't follow my plan. Right. Oh, my God, this is so good. And one thing that you touch upon that I want to insist on, because I've seen a lot of people in your case who just started don't know yet if their product is working, is that they freeze, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. So I'm not sure I want to sell that. So how did you what do you want to share about that first before you knew that if it was going to work? what helped you decide what to do and then and then go for it even if yeah. you were not sure yet yeah indeed that was it was a really funny funny part of the of the journey actually mm-hmm. uh, because i i asked a friend if she wanted to be my test mm-hmm. rider and she was really really happy with it so we started and i must say we started in an in a different way as as i am working right now but you have to start somewhere Correct. yeah she was also at that moment, really, really happy with it. Unfortunately, she had to sell her horse after two months. So we didn't work together for a long period. But yes, I found out what works, what not, because, yeah, it, it is really good to to test it and yeah, just ask for someone to, to test your product. Exactly. Yeah. Fabulous. This is so important. Like, just test it. And you said something really good. Said, you know, what I started with with this friend is so different than what I'm doing now. But I have to start somewhere and then keep improving as you move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, in the first module of the Portable Business Accelerator, the whole module is about testing before you start implementing as well. So that that also something that I highly recommend to everybody. Always test before, and that also helps you gain confidence. Oh my God, this is so amazing, the transformation you're providing for your clients. And I hope you can remind that to yourself in the times where you might not believe in it anymore. Just remember the impact you're making for your clients. Just amazing. Yeah, amazing. All right. So I would like to continue to talk to you for many hours. Your story is so inspiring. I want to thank you for taking the time to share it and so much wisdom coming out of your mouth. Thank you so much. And (laughs) Can you tell us what's the best place to find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Plantastic Dressage mm-hmm. and also on my website, plantasticdressage.nl because um, that's also one important thing of the foundations. You have to choose your niche, mm-hmm. which is also really difficult. Uh, but I choose to, to focus on the Dutch dressage riders at this moment. And that's why my website is uh, .nl. Nomad Nation, go to tandemnomads.com slash 252 to find all the information about 
Jazel. I will also put in the workbook of the 3C system and the information of the online course, the Portable Business Accelerator. Make sure to check it out. And I'm so grateful, Jazel, that you were willing to share your experience through this online course as well, on top of your inspiring story. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you again. And it's nice to to look back at my adventure of two years indeed yeah and to see again what i have learned and uh, to oh. to hear the the, the success of, of my clients also yeah i didn't think about it nomad nation i hope you got inspired by how the heck can a business with a horse be portable and here is your answer that you were inspired and share the story around you of how any business can actually be turned into something portable. If you're just a little bit creative, if Jazel could do it, you could do it as well, Nomad Nation. So find again all the information on tandemnomads.com slash 252. And join us inside the Portable Business Accelerator if you are ready to ignite your business and grow a successful portable business. I can't wait to meet you there and stay tuned for the next episode to turn your challenges into great opportunities.